in a world where ELOs are dropping. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> I had a thing. That's the world I live in now. I don't want to go to this world. <laughs> I want to go in the world where my I'm ELO is falling. World. I can't. Oh, here we go. In a world where Audrey is trapped in plat two on fucking ranked in Magic the Gathering. It's radio free tote bag after. No, it's not even after dark. I'm fucking up left and right. I'm Audrey. It's just regular free tote bag. I'm Donovan. Oh, my goodness. I'm Nailed like- the intro. I completely destroyed that. I'm uh, I'm like really scrambled because I like I was supposed to be working until late, but then I started to feel ooky, and then I came home, and then uh, now I'm all out of my fucking mind. Good mindset to be into. <laughs> That's what as you we have. Uh, as we support our listeners with their emotional and romantic queries. <laughs> it's to just be completely scrambled <laughs> and have no idea where you are or what's happening. Yeah. People always say this. Well, luckily, as backup, we have Alex Patak back with us. Welcome. Hey, everybody. It's dark as shit here. (laughs) (laughs) Does the sun not go down at four where you are? Oh, no, it's like 430. It's bad. Oh, oh, damn. It's it's the same deal here in Chicago. It's all cloudy today, too. And I was like, I'm going to go on a walk in the middle of the day. I'm going to soak up the rays. To power me through the the long darkness, and it's all cloudy and shit. And so I couldn't even wear my cool sunglasses. I had to walk around raw eyed. Not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, dude, your eyes gonna get pregnant and shit, bro. <laughs> rolling, 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 raw eyed. Rolling, 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 raw eyed. This is what a is... good podcast to get relationship advice from. That's true. <laughs> When people know how to talk about eye birth, you know they're going to be very great uh, talking about r- real birth and in, in your marriage and how to prepare for that. And it's so funny you mentioned birth. Um, I started. <laughs> it uh, is. I started progesterone uh, on what that been Sunday. I started a new hormone, right? And that's a that's like a pregnancy hormone, and it's supposed to. It's like enhances. Uh, breast growth and all this stuff. It's good. It's good stuff for a trans oh, nice. that, right? I had a dream last night that I was giving birth. Oh, oh shit. Fucking wild. It's so weird how, how that like dreams like, come into play with these. Is this like the first thing to go? No, like I've had like this has been a thing that's been consistent throughout my life. Whenever I have noticed my gender in a dream, I have always been feminine in dreams. Oh, okay. Part of what kind of tells me for the yeah. Skyrim like, oh. opening where you look down and are like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't, I can't really point to any other specific examples, but like, this is definitely my brain's like, Oh, you're on girl hormones. Let's dream about giving birth now. Yeah. It'd be really funny if every time you switch medications, you just have like, Oh, this is the one where I'm trapped in a cube in space. <laughs> <laughs> they said that would happen. And now it is. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, how, how was it? How was giving dream birth? It was the weirdest little just like flash. You know what I mean? You know how sometimes uh, you get like like uh like the a slideshow. I have not described birth. I heard birth described <laughs> as a flash, it's over, you're quick in your out. Quick and painless. <laughs> no, I just like <laughs> so I'm like in stirrups, there's like a bright light above me, I look down, totally a fucking head crowning out of my crotch. Holy Jesus. shit. And then the dream moved on to other things. It was fucking wild. Well, so it's kind of the nice part without the 
pain of squeezing another yeah, being right. out. Yeah. Well, I think the part where the head comes out is actually pretty painful from what I've <laughs> read in my research. <laughs> Possibly the worst a whole part. human being firing out of the bottom of you. <laughs> but that is when, like, the god chemical hits you and you're like, I've created. I am the beginning. <laughs> I am the alpha of another being. <laughs> Babies are scary. Folks, oh my God, I'm terrified there, of them. There's a take for the week. No, I think I was talking recently. I was, I was at Thanksgiving and my cousin has a young baby and I got to hang out with that baby. And I haven't been around baby in a while. That's oh, not a yeah. common run in for me. I don't have any older siblings or anything. But this one, she's pretty cool. She's like rolling around. She's just laughing her little ass off. She oh grabbed my, my finger. That was sick. She sounds like she's on something. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like she's been taking a pill. Do you get along with babies? Typically, no. Typically, they fear me and like to yell at me. That's I like, very interesting. You ever have one of those moments you're walking down the street and there's like a mom with the kids or they're like holding a baby over their shoulder and the baby makes eye contact with you? Yeah. And sometimes they're like, oh, and sometimes they're like, oh, no, they're no. very upset. I no, get a lot like of the upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of babies doing this one. All right, listener, oh, the baby's like giving you a what's up nod. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're looking at right here. Audrey's <laughs> the drug connect for the babies. Exactly. Apparently. They I, recognize your face. I have a theory about, because I connect very strongly with babies, where I feel like babies and I can exchange information. And that <laughs> in a way where the babies relate to me on the same level. And so they see me and they're like, ah, someone who understands. And so we can communicate with our, you know, through energies, not through tr traditional forms of, of meat communication, but that that same gift in its own right completely backfires on me when I get like a small child or even like the, the age of like, I think 10 to, or even like eight to 16 is like, mm. they sense that baby energy and are, are like weak weakness. <laughs> I will not do anything you tell me to do. You're a baby. You're a big baby. <laughs> Alex Patak, young soul. Yeah, Too that's young. young soul. <laughs> People say old soul. Very rare that baby soul is thrown around. I never thought of all the risks associated with that. I think because people don't brag about it is the thing. I think it's like a, a dark secret. <laughs> I'm just over here shitting my well, pants, yeah. and they're like, ah, oh, he's a young soul. I'll let it get to you. It's you just his way. You like, oh, that's my wife. She is a baby's soul. <laughs> she was easy to trick. <laughs> baby soul, no object permanence. I just oh, jangled yeah. some keys in front of her, and well, man, now we have three children. <laughs> I'm thinking of like a male soul Instagram page, but it's oh. baby's soul, and it's like rise grind set babies. A baby stepping out of a limousine. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all worship the boss baby like they're just using pictures from that movie and their fucking memes all the time. I kind of like that. Whiskey and uh, ambulance coming. <laughs> Babies can have some whiskey. I mean, don't. This isn't the advice section yet. Don't give your baby whiskey, but like, it's not like when your dog has some because it spilled on the floor and now you gotta take it to the hospital. It's like, okay. Yeah. 
Just just a little bit. A thimble this isn't the advice. This isn't the advice yet. <laughs> <laughs> they used to rub it on babies' guns when they was teething. Right. Ex- that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. So no drinking, only gum. Gumming the whiskey. You can gum that gum whiskey. It. Is that our official advice today? It's Babies like a can Coke the versus whiskey. crack distinction. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get ten years for drinking, but six months for gumming. <laughs> oh, fucking a! I gotta get, get babies off my goddamn mind. I'm being haunted by visions of the boss baby now. <laughs> Thinking of baby's soul, A- Alex. What else is new with you since we last had you on? Yeah, um, when things? did you last have me on? I was on a Patreon in like September, I think. Yeah, thereabouts. A little, little like. And is that canon to the main show? I don't know if we've agreed on that yet. I think <laughs> you're on the main show last like a, a year ago. That I don't know. Right. How oh shit! All works. kinds of things have changed for me then. <laughs> <laughs> I've been growing a beard for three days. Mm. <laughs> Shit. It's How's that going? Well, it's kind of an experiment fraught with um, failure because I know from per- it's per- you can't really see it, but like there's a whole patch that just will never come in in like a oh, line yeah. along here. Yeah. And so I can only commit to like a few days or like four months of beard growing. Cause the in the middle period, I just look like like a bullet recently shot my beard off. Like not good. <laughs> That's why I have the mustaches. Cause I have the yeah. same thing with the facial hair, where like my mustache is real thick and also a different color for same re- some reason. And then yeah. all the facial hair is just real dark and I'm real pale. So it's just kind of a speckling. It looks like somebody spilled hair clippings onto my face a little bit. <laughs> Well, and you have a chin. I do. You have a chin. I also have a chin, and this has been like, well, oh, I don't wow. need a beard. I have a chin. But I have, now it's kind of like, what, you think I can't do it? Because I can in some capacity. I can do it. Except in the middle bit where I can't. But then I can again. Once the over hair covers the yonder hair. You could do sideburns and a goatee. Yeah, I could also do the shit out of a mustache, but it's never been my thing. Ooh. Did your dad have a mustache? Because I always think of my dad's mustache, and I've been like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> have my dad's mustache. I don't want to bite my dad's. No, teeth. my dad's bald with no facial hair. This is my way of rebelling. The more hair, the more <laughs> I rebel. <laughs> I'm not like you. I've chosen life. <laughs> Growing from my very face. <laughs> I think you go for the mustache. I feel like everybody's got to, if you could grow one, you should trial run it for a little bit just to see what happens. Cause it's pretty fun. At least in my experience, I get comments like, Hey, cool mustache. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's one, pretty great. I mean, okay. So like around 2000, I think 17, I was working on a script uh and because i'm very bad about like finishing things or keeping to a deadline what i said was i'm not going to shave my mustache until i finish the script and it got i had probably like a 10 day mustache going and like the feedback i was getting was tough 
<laughs> Not that it necessarily bothered me, but people were just like, "What is this? Is this this is this? You're putting a caterpillar on your mat? You know the things they say." He's What's up, Wilfred Brimley? <laughs> yeah, Wilfred. Br- they called me Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> I said, "I'm trying to be a professional." For this script, no one has asked me to write. <laughs> I've heard all these hurtful terms before. That's not great. It's kind of a drastic change to the face, although like a beard is too. But I don't, the mustache has like a little more controversy associated with it, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's and like- you kind of got the weird intermediate as it's growing where it's kind of short. And then it just looks kind of, it's not good. There's no way to make that good for a few weeks. You kind of have to suffer through that period. If you had a big mustache and were in special education classes, they could call you Red Dead Sped Demption. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best, that was the best insulting Red Dead Redemption pun I could think of in 30 seconds. (laughs) Flames, absolute flames. If you're listening and you're 12 years old, use this line. <laughs> Someone in your special education class has a big mustache, you're going to fucking get their ass. <laughs> Do you need to hurt someone who's already down? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got a whole bunch of questions in the box this week. How do we feel about giving them answers? What do I'm we say? Amanda. Six out of ten. Hell yeah, powerful energy. <laughs> a strong, a moderate charge. And, and that's pretty good. That's enough to work with. So we'll, we're going to be hopping into these question box. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsor. Support for Radio Free Topeg is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. Who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0! Join over 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code RFTB at manscaped.com. Picture if you will, this with me, you're in the bathroom, you just got out of the shower, you look down, bird's nest, you're not pleased, you're not into it. You reach over to, uh, to the side of the sink and out of the wireless charging cradle, you pull this precision engineered marvel of modern science and you just plow through this bush like it's nothing, like it's not even a thing. Like you're Uh, pulling the master sword from the rock that it's in. And these hairs are just like a bunch of stall kids. You're going to knock them out with one hit. That's right. You're going to be finding rupees and shit in there. It's going to be great. Uh, Yeah. This optimized trimmer makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. You're going to enjoy it even more than taking a deuce before work. You're going to enjoy it even more than baking a sneaky shower omelet. You're going to love (sighs) it. And you're going to love it more than Link loves saying, yuck, and spinning around with his sword. Yuck, oh, there's rupees everywhere. Well, hey, gather up some of those rupees, because as we were saying, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code RFTB 
at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code RFTB. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Manscaped. Hey, yeah. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, Woo! Woo! Ow! Oh, it's a question box. Hey, everybody's favorite segment. It's the part of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us and we'll try to answer them. You could do it anonymously. Wow. How can you do that? You could do that by going to our social media Twitter at RFTB Pod, Instagram at Radio Free Tote Bag. I really just got to make them the same. I still haven't done that. And I've commented on it for a year or two at this point. But anyways, either of those, there's a link and you click it. You don't have to make an account. You just type your question in. You smash that send button and we get all kinds of good stuff. Audrey, what do you want to pull out of the box first? Howdy, friends. Howdy. Howdy. I recently started dating a person who is in recovery from a long-term gambling addiction. When I agreed to date them, I knew there was a possibility of them relapsing. Recently, I've noticed that they seemed to be down and acting more distant, and they admitted to me that they had been struggling and had relapsed a few times. It has me thinking about what my boundaries are if they continue to struggle with their recovery. I care about them and enjoy spending time with them, and I want to be supportive of their recovery. But at some point, I feel like if I don't see them making progress, I don't know if I could see myself continuing a healthy relationship with them. How can I be supportive of this person, but also know when it's time to give them space and walk away? Shit. That's not fun. This is not a great situation. Uh, I don't have we had addiction questions on here before. I mean, we've talked a little bit about addiction. I mean, I'm I'm pretty publicly, you know, not drinking anymore. Uh, uh, so like we talked little, about mine but I, yeah because with this one with like the gambling addiction in particular uh that's such a tough one and like you're in this new relationship i, I don't know i feel like this is something where it's a little less clear like when the person is kind of staying clean i guess that sure. seems like a weird kind of right. one to use for gambling addiction you, you know what i'm saying uh, but it, I don't know, like they could be keeping this up, but they essentially go to a different place to do the thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how do you even keep track of the progress you're at? I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here. This just seems like a lot to deal with starting to date a person. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like between, do you just not do this if they're still working on the recovery aspect? Or like, if you do, how do you negotiate like hey i need you to stay on top of this but also we just started dating you know what i'm saying like Like you don't you don't have a lot of um we'll say relationship clout to come in and and start swinging around your your status as their partner to be like you gotta fucking be tighter on this you know i'm i'm here to support you but also you need to do better um so I think in that way, it's sort of a situation where you have to just be where they are 
if you want to continue to be in the relationship. I don't think that you can really contribute a whole lot to their recovery in a healthy way because there is a way that you could like entangle yourself into their recovery and make yourself a big part of that. But that's a lot of responsibility and probably not exactly the healthiest way to go about it. No, for sure. Um, It's like a lot to get into off the bat with just starting to date somebody. I think we're missing a lot of information, though, because gambling addiction, if this is someone if this is someone who has already sought help for gambling addiction, then this is a problem that they're aware of and are right. trying to treat. And I don't, I don't know what the rule is. Like, are you allowed to like bet M&Ms against someone like this? Or is sure. like the rule just like money, like don't lose your house and it's not right. a problem. Don't play gotcha games. Right. Cause I mean, if they're purposely, if you're, you're not making them go to rehab, they've already been there. So and just in that you could bring up like and I'm this is the obvious thing but you could just be like I'm here to support you so if you are going back into gambling that's my line like if you're betting money on things yeah then I'm going to call it quits because we just started dating and this I don't want you to sell my kidneys <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, the, the the fucking variance that this could be a problem is all of, yeah. like, it could just be like, oh, it's kind of annoying to like, my what? house, it's gone. <laughs> That's kind of the what The Chechens are after me now because <laughs> I was lonely. <laughs> right. That, That's kind of what I'm getting at is, is like, I want to know kind of what the extent of this is. Because my mind's in like two places. Okay. Like, so if this is this super severe addiction, they're working on recovering right now. They've relapsed a bit. You're just starting a relationship. That doesn't seem like somebody who should be starting a relationship. To yeah. Me. If they are full Chechens after them level, I feel like you got to take care of your own shit before you How date people. How involved is Eastern European Russian liberation? <laughs> right. And just what is supposed to be between you and this other person? Because if it's more than a little, then you just have to let it go. There's too many years of conflict and grief <laughs> exactly you can't heal this divide by yourself and that's too much to ask of one person don't try to put all of serbia on your back right it's too much <laughs> that's what i'm getting at is it can't be like you you deserve a better relationship than something you have to get into they are really going through it and then you get tangled into that yeah. like that just seems like bad news to me on the other hand if it's just the low key you know, he had a little bit of a problem with this. He's been working on it, but he's been good about it in general. He's not like lost his house or something. Then I'm kind of like, I don't know if you're comfortable with it and kind of being supportive, you know, keep doing the thing and see how it goes. But I, I kind of need more details to, to I, I, specify. Here's, here's my move like, with the information we have. If you just, just started dating, just draw a line and then if they cross it, then just end it Yeah. before yeah. it gets Looney Tunes out of hand. If you've been dating for a few months and you're very invested already, then this may be part of a larger conversation you can rope them into because you have emotional capital that you can then, uh. and I hate to use these terms, parlay into greater <laughs> standing in their behavior. And it's kind of a bet in its own way. And if that's the kind of terms you need to really get them to hone in on this problem, then that's how you should view it. 
I'm cracking up, but also good advice, yeah. especially on the like length of the relationship part, because that definitely impacts this a lot. And I like the a we're putting the line down if this is the beginning, because you you got these feelings for this person. Give them a chance, see how it goes. But yeah, if if, if this has been a little bit more of an ongoing thing, then maybe you could play a bigger. You know, I mean, if you have to walk process. away, you probably won't run into another gambling addict next. I feel like the odds on that <laughs> right. are really low. This problem can't possibly, unless you're like mining <laughs> boyfriends out of the casino, like yeah. exit or whatever. Dating down at the dog track. <laughs> and your opening line's like, it's either you or the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you could Wait, also... I'm going to date a dog? <laughs> Another good red line would be the first time he hits you up for money. Oh, there's a great one. That's that. That's that's a big line in the sand to draw. Yeah, because then like you could even this is going to sound a little fucked up. You could have um, a functional relationship with somebody who's like kind of going through some pretty serious shit. Sure. Right. You can have a relationship with somebody who's going through something pretty serious the second that it starts to really impact you and your relationship, then that's like, that could even be like a, like a helping them hit, like find where rock bottom is like, Oh, this has now lost me a relationship. Right. Right. Just, Just having that the point at which to pull the rip cord. If, yeah. Uh, cause that, cause that's part of it too. And that's what I was struggling with a little bit answering this is like, I'm not, I hate gambling. I pulled a slot machine once and I lost the dollar instantly. And I was, I was kind of drunk and I thought something neat was going to happen. And it was just like, you don't have any money now. You right. don't have a dollar anymore. And I was I'm like, a, this, I hate this. I I'm on casinos this. lifetime. Oh, I'm all ahead. right. What does that mean? Yeah. That means uh, I went to the Greek town casino in Detroit. I put a $20 bill into the little like card maker, you know, it like makes you a little card that you can swipe at the different yeah. machines. So I put 20 bucks in, I go and I sit down at a slot machine. I'd never done it before. And my friends go, okay, so you hit this one to bet $1. You hit this one to bet $5. And I go, okay. So I bet one and I lose it. I'm like, oh, and then they're like, you should do the five. It's like better. Like you get better odds doing the five. I go, okay. So I hit the $5 and it's like, you now have, nine dollars and i'm like what the fuck or fourteen dollars i'm like what the fuck so i hit it again and then it starts fucking freaking out and lighting up and shit and fucking that's what i want and that's what you want we now have 38 dollars oh and i went great i just bought breakfast (laughs) let's go that's 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 when you leave Yeah. yeah I went uh, for my my first anniversary. Me and my wife went to Mohegan Sun, and like our mm. first machine won like two hundred dollars. Fucking a! But it was like a whole trip, so we weren't gonna like leave. <laughs> well, <laughs> we made two hundred dollars. It's time to get out of here. <laughs> we were like, okay, understanding that we didn't win any money, let's blow this for three hours, and then we did. And uh, we didn't have any money at the end, but you do get a lot of nice sounds. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Lights. Occasionally, somebody brings you a drink, and they're like, "Here you go, cowboy." But you can ask for anything, though, because they make you think you're just gonna get Bud Light. But the guy next to me last time ordered a mudslide, <laughs> and then like the waiter disappeared and came back with like a full ice cream sundae alcohol drink. Holy shit! <laughs> I was like, they just give you these. That's- 
this is somebody is cheating somewhere along that. that somebody's now, making too much money off this. If that's a get and do not put your boyfriend in this situation because they will be getting all kinds of exotic drinks that you don't know where those stand on your rules. Um, I I don't remember what I was saying originally, but I hope this helps. <laughs> This, I was getting to my inexperience with gambling, and it sounds like I was doing it wrong because I didn't get any cool fucking drinks. I whiffed all of that part. Uh, but I, I should I, mention I was gonna... we were there at six in the morning at the Greek Town Casino. That's too goddamn early. Too I'm not early for that. Did you have work there or something? No. <laughs> we, so like, we went back to the hotel, and we had a buddy who was staying with us who had really bad sleep apnea and was just fucking sawing logs. And like, we all rolled over at six in the morning and looked at each other and went like. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Damn. But it Let's turned out the casino, the casino gave him sleep apnea to incentivize y'all to gamble early. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs> okay. The last thing, what, what I was getting at is I, I, I wish I could give clearer boundaries to draw, but I'm just not familiar enough with gambling in general, and especially gambling addiction. Uh, but we were getting at with drawing a line. I think that's the move. And just figure out where to set that in regards to like what recovery looks like. All right. Straight up. Here we have uh here we have a little bit more of a serious question. Does good Grinch pussy make the slunk noise? Yes. Okay. Asked and answered. Check like the main noise it makes. <laughs> For the folks who aren't familiar, Alex, you're very familiar with the uh, mechanisms and inner workings of the Grinch. What is the slunking noise like? I'm what uh, many academics call the Jane Goodall of the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> and during my research, I've discovered that this Grinch be making the slunk noise. Uh, when you follow the Grinch around, it's it's going like, and when all the songs about the Grinch are talking about how the Grinch is slunking. And uh, when it goes from point A to point B, the Grinch will lower its back. It will arch. It will do fingers spread, and it will uh, kind of like wiggle them as it walks, and then uh, it will make a noise like. Diddly, 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 diddly. And uh, that is the the genesis of a slunk, and it allows the Grinch to move at speeds and with poise, unlike that of a who, unlike that of a man, like nothing you've ever seen. And breathtaking. Needless to say, you're getting that Grinch grip. You're gonna hear us long. <laughs> Grinch grip, pussy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then, of course, the Grinch itself is making sounds like. <laughs> How does it feel to have so closely tied your brand? To the Grinch. Very profitable. I'm a very wealthy man. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, really. And when you go downhill with the Grinch, you're getting your dog to pull his leg. That's... <laughs> I saw, That's so um, true. I saw an illustration of the Grinch as like a twink with a thick dumper. And all it right. said, you're a thick one, Mr. Grussy. Yeah. All right. That's very so common. I should share that <laughs> in Grinch society. The Grinch is naturally an hourglass shape, really, but. 
I'm going to plug Theater Delights, Alex, because it, it is near that season. If you're traveling home from the holidays and you'd like to learn more about The Grinch, look up Alex's podcast, Theater of Delights, and listen to the Aaron Brock Grinch season. season Much two. slunking. That's where so all, all of the slunking in the show is in season two. Really. <laughs> I should plug this show myself more often because I'll be talking to like close friends of mine. They'll be like, that reminds me of Aaron Brock, a Grinch. And they're like, what? <laughs> you're like you're doing what now? <laughs> you know, you were alone for a year. And then when you did this. <laughs> Well, thank you for your question, noble Grinch uh, enthusiast, and I wish you good luck with that grossy. Oh. Grisslinger. Oh. Grisslinger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's love. Um, oh, that listener's off Gristle in the Grinch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this question asker um, addresses you directly, Alex. Oh. How'd you get in here? (laughs) And says, Dear Alex. It's like, Dear Alex. They're being very. Kind of like Dear Abby. That's a question asking segment. Thank you for using my formal title as a Dear Dear Alex. Is there any defensive benefit to sucking your balls up into your body? Oh my fuck you. (laughs) You always find this show. Then you take my moment of public availability and you throw it in my face. Oh, because my stupid friend David couldn't shut up on the radio four years ago. It's incredible that this has haunted you for so long. It's been so long. We were just having a a casual conversation. Now I can't peek my head out of my limousine without answering ball-sucking up questions. Do you see a defensive benefit, though? Would it be harder to get kicked in the balls if they were retracted? It feels very unsafe when they're in there. I don't leave them in there for long. If I see them in there, I go, and I poke poke, poke them out. I think those aren't supposed to be in there, I think. I don't know exactly what's going on, but I assume there's other stuff in there. I don't What's that pocket for? What are my giant hips for? What's in yeah. my bone pocket? What's up with the intercrural canal? And what's up with the intercrural canal? Folks, what's up with the intercrural canal? I've heard of a cruller, but not a crurrer. <laughs> Thanks for writing in. Intercrural <laughs> is it's it, there's words like that where I feel like I am pronouncing it wrong no matter what, and I feel like whoever made the word kind of knew that and was just a sassy little bastard. Yeah, <laughs> Cruella DeVille. <laughs> Inter Cruella. And it's Cruella DeVille, but she can retract her balls into her body cavity. All right. Thank you for your question. Uh, we wish you luck out there asking about Alex's balls every time he comes yeah, on the show. Yeah, good luck, honey. You're going to need it. <laughs> sad the way you live your life it's sad all right here's here's another one uh no grinch this time my wife and i are expecting our first child uh an afab child she wants to name them one of those quote-unquote hip kids names like paisley ainsley or veruca i would like to name our child something like beth or jamie 
We are frequently butting heads, so I'd love your thoughts. What do we think I about names? I say you go with Ainsley, uh, if only because of Ainsley Harriet, the one responsible for. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, that's the person who does the yeah. sound effect? Ainsley Harriet did the <laughs> yeah, boy. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Hope that settled it for you. <laughs> Beth and Jamie are out uh, on the strength of that evidence. The right. thing about names is they're very personal. So, like, the, my first instinct was to trash all of your partner's names, but then it was to trash all of your names. And I really think you just need to decide between the two of you which ones you like. <laughs> yeah. I'm an advocate of the weird name because I got the weird name, or I guess a your name slightly unusual weird. name. I don't. I've only met like five Donovans my whole damn life. But it's not like a. It's not like a made-up one. Right. That's true. But I, well, so I, I feel like the sweet spot, and I'm saying this because I like my name, and I have turned out well-adjusted and and sick as fuck. And so I feel like the sweet spot is kind of between those. Where no offense to Beth's and Jamie's in my life, there are many good ones of you. And the same to Paisley, Zanesley's, and Veruca's. There's actually none of you in my life, but if you'd like to, you know, maybe you could, we, we could be friends. But something in between the two of those that's like a little bit out there, but it's also just like a regular name, like Donovan. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you name your child Donovan? Problem yeah. solved. Boom. There you go. Ooh, Donovan for go. a girl. Donovan for a girl. Donovan for a boy. That's how you do it. Two ends at the end. Donovan. Donovan. Don of Anne. Don of Anne. Don of Anne. Part six. Cock-a-doodle-doo! This is my extremely Brooklyn advice to you. Don't do any of don't do any of your partner's names. I'm so sick of like listening to like Chesapeake, put that down. <laughs> Every goddamn day of my life is just like a new and inventive soul torturing people in the street. <laughs> My favorite are the the um the people wrangling their children inside the unnamed retail establishment that have like the the advanced white people names. Wyatt. Wyatt. Ooh. Come here, Wyatt. Oh, I'm trying to remember what's my fucking friend's name? It's not like Jared. <laughs> when you when you start getting like slave Jaren? ownery. Yeah. <laughs> Jaren? Uh 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 David I'm trying to remember this guy's last name. There's a top tier white person name that is hiding just from the tip of my tip of my tongue right now. Oh no! I oh, I that. wish I could get it. I hate Slalom. Slalom. <laughs> <laughs> you can just you know just go through the list of John Brown's kids and pick one. <laughs> you could have a salmon in the family. You can also combine the names, right? Maybe like a Bethley. No, fuck that. That's no, terrible. terrible. Too many <laughs> Terrible. I'm sorry. Situation. <laughs> Bethley. I made everything worse. Here, you can play your partner this episode. They'll be like, Bethley, this guy's a fucking lunatic. And then she'll be, he'll be like, or she'll be like, hey, your names, those are actually pretty reasonable compared to Bethley. Problem oh, solved. Okay. Use me as the scapegoat. I remembered the name I was looking for. I was looking for Davidson. I know a guy named Davidson. Wow. <laughs> it's my go-to, like, name before the number five. 
I just found an article uh, on GQ.com entitled, Why Are My Fellow Whites Still So Awful at Naming Children? <laughs> just name them Donovan. Problem solved. No, go with, go with Tyro with a K. Go with Tyro. Spyro. Go with Spyro the Dragon. What I about haven't... Case with a with an A C E K A C E Case? That's a great one. Cashton. I like ones that are short, like Crash, like Crash <laughs> or That's Mario Ledger. People are naming their kids Ledger. Uka Uka. <laughs> 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 Name your child. Audrey is not caught on that. I'm just naming Crash Bandicoot <laughs> characters now. Dingo Dial. Cannon, Kaisen, King, and Kaisen. There's that mouse who has a machine gun. I was oh. just playing one of those, the remastered ones the other day. I'm fucking terrible at oh, it. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. I found the worst one. I found the worst white people name of all what time. What you got? Journey, spelled J U R N E E. I'm hooked. No. No. That, no, that's Journey. It's French. That's Journey. No, you're right. Journey. My bad. Journey. <laughs> well, I feel like we've given you a lot of other names that neither of you will like. And again, I hope that brings y'all together. And then you can decide easier between the two of you. Or again, just name them Donovan after your favorite podcast host. What could be better than that? Imagine you're like, hey, mom, where did my name come from? Oh, this sick dude on a podcast. You, hey, you know Manscaped? <laughs> He's one of their friends. <laughs> His, he had the biggest trimmer collection. <laughs> this side of the Mississippi, I tell you what. But never any razor burn. Always never. a smooth finish. <laughs> Namesake. Oh, I just bleeped that. You can't say that. Oh, I gotta bleep that. Reduction of Nicks. Reduced Nicks. <laughs> We have very we have very strict guidelines about what we're it's permitted true. to say. It's true. All right, give me out a name, town, Audrey. What else we got? Hi, Audro and Donnie. All right then. All right. Hi. Two other good kid names. <laughs> true. Hoping you can help with a fetish question. We have a hold on, hold on. Of course, we can help with a fetish Ooh. question. Ooh, the paraphilia wheel you coming to the main show unprecedented i have a fetish for wanting to be gently held and touched it makes my stomach feel all weird and tingly baby pilled he's baby pilled <laughs> see check just wait because the issue is that when i try to find resources on this sort of thing all i find is pet play and adult baby shit baby pilled is my thing a legit <laughs> fetish or am i just being weird any advice on how to track resources down Alex, you got any thoughts? Yes. Um, <laughs> you might want to check in a big crib. Because <laughs> you're baby build. You just don't even know it yet. Because you're just a little baby. <laughs> no, Why I don't want to be a fan no. no. They don't like it. They don't like that part. But they like, but they like the... They like the stuff that is not baby specific, but baby adjacent. Yeah. Right? Like, I like to be gently held sometimes. I'm not a big a fan of a human diaper. Being who's like, fuck being gently held. Well, yeah. yeah do you like it more than other people like it? You just like it a normal amount? Well, it seems like they're getting, like, a sexual feeling out of this, though. 
of the being gently held and touched. And the gently part of this is making me think ASMR again. Ooh. After we had that recent thing where somebody was talking about that. Because, uh, I don't know, gently held and touched. The specific on gently. Brushing some fingers on the hair or whatever. That gets in, in, in the tingly kind of sensation you're describing. That sounds like the ASMR type thing. Which, again, does nothing for me. Yeah. I'm not... I don't particularly understand it, but I, I, I have heard a lot about it. Yeah, described as the crinkle tinkles. Firmly. <laughs> it's, it's true. Or I'll get away all. if not. <laughs> Dropped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> don't fumble me. I'm very fumbleable. Please do not. I don't want to be fumbled. Uh, but I think I remember, I was bringing this up last time because the ASMR isn't like an inherently sexual thing. Right. Some of them get real sexual. But a lot of it is like you're in a barber shop and here's like we recorded a haircut with ear shaped microphones. So it seems like you're getting a haircut and there's the 3D sound or whatever. And it mm. gives the tingly sensation. But then there's like definitely other shit where there is a horny component and it's like a fetishy thing. And I feel like looking up. <laughs> is there... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like that? Big body. Big ASMR. <laughs> Like the math noises is the one I hate the most. It's it awful. Fucking whips me out. I heard there's a whole subset of people eating fried chicken. What? That's the specific. Yeah. Is it racist? Is it no? Why well, fried maybe. chicken? Is it because it's, it's crunchy like, food? It's like a crisp, like a crispy, crispy. breaded fried it's chicken. Fall on the ground when you eat it a little. It's bit. It's like the combination of the of the bite through the crispiness and the slurp. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, this Isn't is too much at once. Back to the baby, but not a baby. But wink, not wink, a baby. <laughs> is there like a leafly.com for sex things that you can go to that just has kinkly. all of them on there? It's like, oh, that's yeah. a sativa kink. One of our listeners and your listeners on Ballin' Out, I think, sent us this uh, kinkly.com that has kind of <laughs> like a fetish dictionary. Oh, okay. So it's almost the same word even. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. They were so, okay. I just searched Stealing. being gently held on Kinkly. And I up. found I found an introduction to genital clamps for women. That's one of the, the things. What, I found. Is, what is gentle about that? A <laughs> genital clamp? There is not a gentle genital well, clamp. You gotta start with a gentle one. Because <laughs> they get intense. <laughs> <laughs> look up look up ASMR on there. See if okay. there's any specific thing with that. Because th that's the only thing I can. The tingly, the gently, I know there's horny ASMR stuff, even on like YouTube and stuff. I imagine there has to be porn ASMR. I mean, that's what is a service top sex toy review? What is degradation? Kinkly has nothing for me on ASMR. What about, okay, so if you look up baby play, does it have like a denial phase? <laughs> <laughs> that's my first guess. <laughs> okay, well. I'm going to Google the okay. uh the best resource for kink, the ultimate sure. resource. We've we've moved it up the ladder. We've escalated this question. And I looked up ASMR porn in Pornhub. It's the first result. It's saying ASMR porn videos. Google's even giving me a warning telling me that some results may be explicit. <sighs> and so I'm thinking you just Google ASMR porn. And if it's on the library computer. Say, 
They didn't say a goddamn <laughs> thing about ASMR. You guys are just like fucking taking that and run with it. What's well, this big clue? That's the closest we've gotten so far. But it's just being gently held. It's just that's true. There's nothing about being held that's AS ASMR is all sound, right? Yeah. No, there, there's there's touch component too, right? Like that feeling, the tingly thing. Is what like does the ASMR thing. stand for? Well, autonomic sensory meridian response or something like that. I don't even know what it is. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah. There we go. Autonomous zone. Yeah, Capitol Hill autonomous zone. Because <laughs> it's the tingly feeling. My understanding is, it, it, like, a lot of the stuff online is the audio stuff, but it can also be triggered by like fingers down the neck real gently or whatever. Okay. That the hair, like, the sensation of getting your haircut does it for some people. I think this is a good kink to have because there's like it's very doable with a partner to be like just a little bit this time. (laughs) (laughs) Do less of what you usually do, like way less. (laughs) Smaller, smaller. Like you're you're not going to scare anybody with the gentle play. I think. Maybe this is just the kind of thing. Like, I don't know how to act it out online. I don't know how to find resources on it, but I think it is the kind of thing that you just got to kind of explore on your own. Find a partner who is willing to hold you and touch you gently, which I imagine is a lot of partners. Almost anyone. And just fucking do that. (laughs) No gentle touching from the Grinch. Absolutely not. Aww. Is that the sound? That's Grinch Pussy. Do you hear it? <laughs> if you listen closely, folks. <laughs> it, That's the kick you were looking for. It's Grinch Pussy. It's Grinching. <laughs> I'm uh, seeing all these goddamn ASMR results. I just have an inkling, listener. Trust me on this one. I think if you look up ASMR porn, there's all different kinds of ASMR, and one of them gives you the same tingly feeling, then you'll be on the right track. Just follow the tingly feeling. And then do the what what they're saying. Just do the if you got a partner, you know, ask them to do the thing you're talking about. Hold you gently, give you a little tummy rub. You need to be a 19th century scientist, but for the soft feeling. <laughs> Pursue this on your own. You're an explorer now. Intrepid and powerful. I'm a gentleologist. <laughs> studying gently doing things. <laughs> Are you ready? Gently read this next question. Did you read the last question? I did read the last one, Fuck. so you should gently Shit. read this. Oh, turn it around on me. All right, I'm going to read this real gently. Dono, I want your large tongue to cover my b-hole like a metropolitan city regulation manhole cover. Well. That's not a question. That's not a question. That's a desire. Not a question. But I thank you nonetheless. It's a question. Will you do it? I'll eat ass. Shit. Yeah. I got it. Uh, Alex, you've... Is there kind of like a it's... link you can follow to this person? <laughs> it's a, it's a link then. It's like one of those calendar links for scheduling interviews. I'm like, here's some times I have available. Why don't you, why don't you let me know? Yeah, my goddamn dad <laughs> found the email again. <laughs> jokester. You missed oh, the, uh, I think last time you were on, predated the My Big Tongue discourse that has dominated this program for the past six months. Yeah, I missed TLDR, that week on my, Twitter. My, to- my tongue's too big for my mouth. And Can I it's see? a hassle. I mean, it, 
It looks like Fucking a tongue huge. to me. Stand I believe giant it. One. Like a giant one. I guess oh, your huge. tongue looks bigger than her tongue or my tongue. <laughs> it's about. It's not about the size of the tongue outside. It's about crowdedness scale. with the teeth inside. It's tongue scale. Man says tongue dysmorphia. Put your tongue next to a remote for scale. <laughs> yeah, put it next to your phone. That'll be good for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to we're trying to get big here. There we go. Thank you for your uh, request, service. listener. <laughs> Thank you for your service and and sending thirst to the question box in increasingly creative and deranged ways. I guess this was just an analogy, so not that deranged you're not like actually a manhole cover i don't want to lick that not so much all right that was my contribution should i read a real question um i'll read a real question how's that sound we'll keep the wow. order in order oh okay the zipper you like that in traffic they call it the zipper <laughs> yeah would you like it if we merged properly and just Every like other. kept it all right, let's keep this merge going, Miss Fucking Traffic Lady. <laughs> There's a I yield sign where the questions are. I'm so fucking scared to ask this because there's a lot of Japanese pronunciation at the beginning of this, and I'm going All to right. fuck it directly. Send it up. to me. I've, I've got you. Okay, let's yeah, do put that. The, put this in the. How do I read it? I think you're gonna be familiar with this too. It is in the chat now. Okay, I'm very qualified. Here we go. Also, I mean, it's clearly a white person spelling this, so you can fuck it up all you want. (laughs) (laughs) It's spelled very whateverly. Yokoso and Irashima say to my question, Patakhan Donodono and Adriane. I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to dating. I'm a very jokey, cheesy person, but people say that me doing dumb, flirty lines is off-putting to women who aren't first put off by my horrifying looks. <laughs> what can I do to be more attractive to others? What is it? There's, what a, is... there's a misdirect pretty strong in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> what does a Yokoso Hiroshima say mean? You say that on the on Ballin' Out, right? I mean, it's like, welcome. If you go in like a Japanese restaurant, uh... Sometimes all of the cooks turn and look at you and they yell, Irashima say! And it's like a fun thing everybody does. Mm, I kind of like that. It's like really it. fun. You feel very. <laughs> although you don't know what to say, you're just like, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, can see, Yay. I can see myself definitely throwing my hands up and I walk into a Japanese restaurant. Like, Yay! <laughs> they said it. They said the line. Come by. <laughs> okay, I, so the question is, what do we do about this person's cheesy personality that yeah. will augment the fact that they have horrifying looks? I mean, okay, you don't look like Nosferatu. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're like a human being, you got the human on lock. You're doing great. Right. You're doing great. So don't fucking really even consider that edge of things uh the the number one thing about that is to just kind of like you know put yourself together just enough you know you know what you know what i'm talking about like you get put together before you leave the house right and then you just be confident in what you have managed to get going right just be confident in what you have and that is an attractive trait 
but it takes practice too. Yes. It's, it's not kind of something you can you can switch on. And so also don't like be putting too much pressure on yourself here. I think you gotta like gotta do the specific thing. But like what Audrey was getting at, there's a lot of stuff you can do to make yourself more attractive. If you're not feeling confident, get some fucking new outfits going. Yes. Get new put us get a squat rack in the garage and start getting fucking yoked like me. <laughs> That's a strategy. You can get that surgery that shatters your knee bones every day until you're two inches higher for five hundred thousand dollars. Could also do that. Fuck. Um, you know, I'm going to answer this question as someone who saw the Dune movie twice. Uh, fear is the mind killer. Yeah. And it is the small death that brings annihilation. When you go out on these dates, you need to lean into your jokey, cheesy personality. Uh, but you know which ones are the good ones. Uh, if, if you're trying to get someone used to you so that you can do more jokey, cheesy uh, things later, maybe just uh, only, let, only let out that good shit for a while. <laughs> and then when everyone's comfortable, the B tier can <laughs> come to play. Stick like to that. your 10 minutes, though. You've, you've got your good material. Front load that. That's a good strategy. But generally, just uh, what Audrey was saying, be confident and not. So if I find the point you're thinking, am I being weird? You're in a bad spot emotionally. Yeah, for right. your day. <laughs> you can't you can't sort of like wince. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't blink. You can't flinch. You just got to be like, I'm here. I'm doing this. This is me. I'm here. It's and happening. Then, and Witness then make it. a slunking sound at them to show that you're attracted. <laughs> And aroused would you get what i'm saying like you can't shy away from yourself no for sure especially with something where it's like oh i'm making jokes and stuff like jokes in general you got to be confident with that stuff you can't be like oh, oh and then i guess the punchline yeah. happened did i ever talk about dare to suck i don't think so this is something that was sh that was taught to me uh when i worked uh at the renaissance festival when i was learning improv comedy at the beginning the first thing that you have to do is dare to suck like like just just do shit and like if it sucks it sucks but you're doing it and here it is right so you, that like, was also one of the big lines in dune <laughs> <laughs> he's got the gomja bar at his neck and she's just like dare to suck yeah don't don't worry if you suck paul <laughs> i think you're a rock star <laughs> You're going to be big like Amy Poehler, Paul. <laughs> yeah, kill some people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> another another thing with this, too, is like the, the kind of like dumb, flirty, like jokey flirt style that's going to work on some people and not on others. Like that's some yep. people's thing and it's not that's other people's thing. Yeah. To, to an extent, you know, with... Keeping in mind what we were saying before of, of maybe keep your best material forward. Don't do anything that's you're like, is this weird? This might be a little bit weird. Uh, but just kind of uh, you're making these jokes. If somebody is vibing with it, if somebody is laughing and like seems to get a kick out of it, well, then there you go. You kind of continue on. Maybe they're Indian. See what happens. Uh but not everybody's going to be like that, but th like, that's okay too. I guess what I'm getting at is like, don't, don't cut all this 
jokey stuff out because that's a party. Yeah, if you're on a date with someone, on a first date with someone, and they hate when you're being yourself, that's important information (laughs) for everyone involved. (laughs) Unless you're planning on making a stark change starting today or whatever. That's such a good line. If you're on a first date with somebody and they don't like that you were being yourself, (laughs) they don't like the self that you were being. That's fucking great. I'd also just give fucking swole. That's my best advice as always for trying to be more attractive. The physical confidence to know that you could literally leap out of there with your 10 foot vertical launch at any moment (laughs) is sure to buffer your confidence throughout, throughout the date. If you squat a person that you're into, that's a great way to let them know that you're into them. Everybody loves that. Everyone loves being picked up on the shoulders below parallel. Oh! It makes them feel safe. That's true. <laughs> they say, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. <laughs> I hope some of that advice helped you. We wish you good luck out there in the dating game. Salute. Can we do one more, one more very quick one? All right, what is it? This is somewhat. This is this might get you into some hot water, Alex. But okay, great. Hi, Alex. Who has the best tits in anime? Oh no, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) This definitely won't be the one that takes me down. How do you pick, listener? Gee, gods. <laughs> I love these wonderful imaginary ladies. They really The thing is that the anime as a genre has a competitive art to it. Like I've been very vocal about the fact that uh uh, uh the the media as a whole makes like three shows over and over again with like different mm-hmm. palette filters and that's how you right. get a demon slayer from a naruto from a bleach or whatever is like do you like the color orange stay tuned um (laughs) but another aspect of this is drawing juicier and juicier titties and so um to to comment Mm -hmm. on one character being the best i feel like is flawed you have to go with like a whole archetype of maybe like what show is drawing Mm. the best boobies Uh. because like for example Okay, um, what show is this? Oh, I was watching Golden Kamui last month, which is a very good show if, if you haven't seen it. I've realized uh, some of the way through that they draw, and they do this for a few things, like I think maybe Demon Slayer 2. The same, all the, all the men have the same head. <laughs> <laughs> they have a different, oh, Jujutsu Kaisen, that's what I was thinking of. They, there's like a triangle head and then they'll put like different hair on it or like a different eye color and like the way you recognize the character is like oh this is the one with a beard or whatever <laughs> yeah. or this is the one who's a huge guy but he does kind of look like all the other ones um, NFT shit and this is all me just shadow boxing around I don't know Bleach does great work with these big ass titties <laughs> I'm watching Cowboy Bebop for the first time after getting a little bit anime pilled after our balling out appearances. Uh, and there's some fucking sledgehammers in that show. There they is really some boob it. action. It is titillating, folks. It's almost like not like real human sexuality being so <laughs> into the fucking anime boobs because they change shapes. They're like, <laughs> Faye Valentine is like nine different shapes. 
Yeah. Why do you mention it? Every, a lot of like one of the most common like if you're gonna be the main girl character in one of these shows like well you have like double f f milkers but you weigh 120 pounds godspeed right. get out there yeah 40 of that is tit yeah <laughs> and you're looking at it like she makes it work i don't see what the problem is <laughs> uh, I feel, like, I feel like I'm letting everybody down by not just how putting about, a name How about there. Bulma? She's the Bulma Dragon Ball. Bulma does rock. And there's that song that says, I want to fuck Bulma because she's got big titties. Ash must be gay because he didn't fuck Misty. Is that Dragon Ball Do-Rag? Remember that, right? No, I think that's a Thundercat song. This is some random ass shit. The thing is, Misty Joseph is so on young. the beat. Look it up. Misty too young. Why yeah, you learn to respect Misty, a character that they drew like naked all the time for some reason? Right. Uh, <laughs> very upsetting. Very, very strange choices in that show sometimes, and across anime in general sometimes too. I guess you know what they really do though is like when you're ten and Ash and Misty are ten, you're like, yeah, I do want to fuck Misty. <laughs> I think I don't know what it is yet, but I do feel very strongly about this. <laughs> I wish I didn't have any parents. I lived on the road like a vagabond with animals that I fought for money and had a tiny wife who hates me. The dream. <laughs> well, thank you for that delightful question, listener. And we wish you luck out there with them animated titties. Yep, we do. And we salute you as well. Salute. Salute. And I'm double saluting you this time. All right. <laughs> we have made it to the end of this question box, and that means it's time to applaud Alex Patak for joining us. Woo! Woo! Oh! Give it up for everyone you've seen tonight. Oh! <laughs> Alex, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter. I put all my things on there. I've given up on other social media. You can find me on Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen. That is P-T-A-K Test Kitchen. If you live in New York City, the Big Apple, first of all, take a bite. Second of all, I got a monthly show now, a monthly stand-up show, which I believe will be the third Friday of the month. And they're all fundraisers for the Democratic Socialists of America with Kath Barbadoro. And the next one is January. I'm sorry, we just moved the day. 21st. January 21st is the next one. Hell yeah. So you can come see me there. And then hopefully I'll have more live events coming up. Okay. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, I feel, I don't know. I was working on all this other stuff and then it just never came out. So I guess that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore that stuff. Just on my Twitter. Oh, uh, we also need to shout out some $10 patrons. Oh, yeah, $10 patrons. That's right. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash RFTB. You can get a bonus episode every week at the $5 tier. And at the $10 tier, you get that. We'll send you a sticker. And also, we'll yell your goddamn name out 
right now. Audrey, who's first? Big shouts to Day One Barb. Big shouts to Spreadable Fruit. Big shouts to Daddy Dylan. Big shouts to my dad. Big <laughs> thick shouts to Rich Homie Click Clack from episode 105, The Yellow Rose of Toteland. Click Clack. Another large shout to Alexandros. And a big, just monumental shout out to uh, Big Al the Bye Gal. Thanks so much for supporting us at the $10 a month level. Woo! Your name and lights it could be there. Support us. We appreciate it. And if we get enough supporters, we get that Patreon goal, we'll make a goddamn Frasier recap. Yeah. Thing. We're going to talk about Frasier. He's kind of like us. He answers questions that people call in with kind of like we do and so it is related it, it is related to the show it's niles <laughs> season y'all <laughs> alex thank you so much for for joining us i want to thank you one more time uh, i want to thank also the listener for joining us thank you audrey for exposing me to the world of romance <laughs> <laughs> anytime um it's still it's still hellish out there. Please treat your retail workers with uh, love and respect, because uh, we're we're getting down to the home stretch here, and it's getting fucking wild out there. So uh, I hope everybody does that. Also, Picky is in frame. Thank you Woo! for bringing the kitty cat in frame. Oh, Alex is I'm very her. gently petting the cat. <laughs> Hello. All right, folks, uh, I did the intro music. Uh, the um, the Hayfellows did the outro music and I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah.